What's up, y'all? This is Tressie. And this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. <laughs> Where we dig through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. So Let's funny. just get into it. It's funny. <laughs> and we're through the crate. Hey, guys. Oh, you just wanted me to set you up for that. Oh, How's it going? That. What's up? Anyway, um, this is our 12th episode. 12th episode. We, we've. This is our 13th recording. But our 12th, no, our 12th actually, episode. if you want to be technical, no, you're our right. 14th recording. Yeah, yeah, we had a few. So if, if anyone out there ever does anything that's like re- recording arts or visual arts, you, you never put out everything you do, right? Because the first like five or six suck ass. Yeah. But if I'm saying that we do like 14 recordings, that means we only said the first two suck ass because we're that tight. No, I, 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 our, our first one was pretty bad. We put it out anyway. Yeah, our first couple. Yeah, our first two or three. Well, I mean, is, we we we. I mean, you know, we wanted our listeners to 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 here, bond with us and learn with us. Yeah, grow with us. Grow. Grow with the brand. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess I'm just gonna put it out there. What's that? We recorded our twelfth episode. We did we? Yeah. How do we know that? Can you prove it? Oh, I did delete the file that wasn't yeah, open. Gone. So, <laughs> so what had happened, guys? Uh, our last what episode, had happened was we uh, we we started drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, we were so excited by how the episode ended that we just let it continue to to end forever. <laughs> I guess so. And then, I mean, basically, I lost a file. I, I'm, I'm, I'm be real. I'm gonna take that fault. But we about to give y'all a dope ass episode twelve point one, twelve or point, point two, point whatever you want to call it. Uh. But it's new. So, um, what the hell are we gonna talk about today? Um, we got quite a few things that we could talk about. You know, um, we could start in on the fact that we actually talked about a lot of little yachty last time yeah so i don't know if you guys were paying attention little yachty did this interview um i don't remember what radio station it was on hot nine seven i okay. got you bro got it I got thank you, you. hot nine seven because he did a few interviews and i was watching a few of them um and he made a comment about old heads unfortunately i took i took offense to it mm-hmm. um i took offense to it because i'm realizing now that i'm a fucking old head yeah uh, there was a dude at work today who was playing some music and it was just turn like that some, racket down. I was like, <laughs> turn and I was like, and the beat was just like, I don't know what the fuck. I couldn't even tell you who the the artist name was, but it it sounded like little pistol starter, something, some pistol starter. Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> it sounded like something that I, you know, would never listen to ever. Right. Uh, and but but it was definitely hip hop. You know, people the dudes were actually rapping. Um, I think. Uh, <laughs> And and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he named off some name I didn't know. Yeah. And he's just like doing his little, you know, young people dance and whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I, it's happened. I am that old head that Lil yeah. Yachty was talking about. Yeah. You know, like, and and I even made a comment to him. I was like, you know what? I I can't just say I hate this off the jump. I have to, you know, come to this from a clear state of mind, and and give it an honest and fair chance. Um. That lasted about ten seconds, <laughs> and so I, you know, it's okay, guys. I'm an old head. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll wear that fucking crown. Yeah, I said, 
like today even people at work were like i was like oh man it's quitting time and somebody was like tressie you are so old and i'm like damn nigga yeah. I'm, I'm only about to be 30 right like, not even there you know i'm not even there yet yeah Excuse and, me, but yeah it it, it it makes sense though like we can't like have did you even listen to Lil yachty summers songs too or whatever that is no i actually took a listen oh what'd you think I could not get through the whole tape. I okay. swear to God. First of all, the first song, he is seriously offbeat, like throughout the whole intro. And then the second song is the one that's for Hot 97, where he's trying to drop those bars, just trying to bring it right <laughs> back back around. So basically what happened on that interview, he's he's he dry, he tries to freestyle on that interview. But but he prefaces it by saying he's not really a rapper. He right. doesn't really freestyle. He's a rock star. Gonna, it's or not going to be good. An artist. Yeah. It's, so they start to like, and they, they, they're not, I don't even think they're expecting much. I mean, like what should you expect from someone like a, a little Yachty or something like that? Like you shouldn't expect too much. Not, not saying, and that's not even a, a shot. Like that's just, For sure. cause he, you know, he said it himself. He said it himself. He said it himself. It's not like they're, they're putting words in his, they're putting words in his, in right. his mouth. He, he's saying he's not a freestyle. He's not a rapper. He doesn't right. spit bars. So exactly. So if you don't spit bars, then we just going about, we go, yeah. I'm not going to critique you like you spit bars. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like the, he goes in on his raps and stuff like that. And then like he drops like a line here and there. That's like kind of dope. Like, you know, like whenever somebody says something that's kind of clever and coming <laughs> off the top, like oh! you get one of those. Right. So, and then, so he's, they like, basically, he's like, no, you can't do that. You're going to throw me off. You're going to throw me off. And then it's like, okay, <sighs> bro. So I, I'm sorry. I, I aspired once to be a, 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 a rapper. All of my friends aspired to be rappers because it was the coolest shit ever. Right. What did you do? You got together in a circle and you ciphered mm -hmm. and you just rapped. It didn't matter if it sucked, if it was good or anything like that. And when somebody said some hot shit, everybody around you was, oh, and it, right. and it motivated you. It kept you going. It made you want to get that O oh again. Mm -hmm. It made you want to work super hard to drop that fucking dope line. And that's where we become old heads as well. Because... I mean, no, don't nobody f cipher no more unless it's a BET cipher or unless it's oh, like, those you know, were fucking garbage too. Those, yeah. Those are staged. Those aren't, you know, you know, they're not real ciphers. Like what hip hop was like made a cipher to be. When I was in high school, we would meet up in a parking lot. Bunch of niggas. Niggas. And rap. Bunch of niggas in a parking lot. Rapping. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's what we did. There was nothing else to do in Sacramento, California. I pictured uh, Uncle Ruckus, bunch of niggas <laughs> in a parking lot. All you niggas rapping, y'all <laughs> walking around, sounding like a dog with his testicles getting pulled out. It make no sense. White power. So anyway, <laughs> I went from Uncle Ruck Ruckus to Ruckus Clayton Biggs. Clayton Biggs. <laughs> anyway, no, but like, but what we're saying is that we're realizing that yes, the culture is changing. Everything's changing. Um, and he made this song that to go at to go at Hot, Hot 97, 97 for for all the people that were commenting on the on the way that he was rapping. And then also he went on another uh, radio station, I believe, and just went in and said like these old heads needs to just stop. Like they they're just old and like right. they, the youth is what's the culture is and now and blah 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 and yeah, all he, that shit. He said that he doesn't have to spit bars. He could just say yeah on a track. Yeah. And and it'll be good. But one thing is, the one thing that I actually heard today um that Snoop Dogg's or not I think it was Snoop Dogg 
Who said it? Ooh, I some hope old it head said it. It was somebody. I really want to remember who said it, but um, I was listening to an interview today, and they were like, "You know what? No matter what, lyricism will always prevail in hip hop because these little trends and fads will keep going and coming and all that other shit. Like you haven't heard of some like I, I can't even tell you." A, a one hint wonder from back then because they're not even here right now, you know. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? Right, like just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like little Yachty might be here for the next like five, ten years. Whoa, five or maybe, 10? maybe. I'm just getting, but like, let me continue. Whoa. He <sighs> might be here for like five, ten years, but hip hop will outlast him for sure. Yeah, and lyricism will outlast him because somebody like a Jay Z will always be hot. Somebody like a a fucking um, J. Cole, a J. Cole or Kendrick, like somebody that actually has that that lyricism, that uh, that ability will always prevail. Yeah. Even like somebody with. I don't know, like that that'll always prevail. It'll always yeah. be there. There's always room for it in hip hop. There's always a market for it. Exactly. And because that, that's the essence. It's always going to circle back no matter what. Man, it's just, yeah, you know, I, I guess you're right. It's just, you know, when I hear people who are popular and who have the ear of the youth and I, and I see the reaction that the young people have to this type of buffoonery, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it makes me worried. Yeah. I get worried about the culture, you know, it's like, it's something I care about, you know? And so when I see people kind of just acting all willy nilly about it and saying, Oh fuck. And what, in my opinion is the essence of it. Like you said, the lyrics and, and you know, the whole vibe and everything, if they say, Oh, it doesn't matter about that. It's all about the beat. It's all about just the, you know, what I'm trying to create on the track. It's like, I understand that. I, I totally get it. It's a time and a place for different types of music. But it's like, damn, dude, that, that can't be that can't be all you listen to. Right. There's got to be a balance. And I think that's the one thing that I think that sh- that I'm scared of as well when it comes to it is that, you know, the balance is not being met. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, but I, I still have faith in lyricism. But also just moving on to the force is strong in this one it's <laughs> a disturbance in the force <laughs> <laughs> like but like even speaking as to like to music that you know i may not listen to on the daily i took a listen to that gucci album yeah and you know What'd everybody's you looking um so a couple things that i thought about i was like you know he's getting kind of introspective on this one um and sober yeah and that's what a lot of people are saying like since he's sober now like he's actually able to you're actually able to hear him and what he's saying so one thing um i thought it was pretty introspective so you had to respect that like he's actually talking about himself um and and giving us like a, a little window into what what's going on with him for sure and another thing i thought that you know He's got a little wordplay in it, you know, like (laughs) I thought, I don't know why this stuck out to me, but he goes, sold my first eight ball and bought me my first pair of J's. Mama cussing out this, these disrespectful ass J's. I was like, oh, look at that. You know, the J's and the J's, you know, but, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and to be honest, like I don't listen to Gucci, Gucci that much. Yeah. However, what I have listened to, listened to from him has never been, um, 
very deep and not saying that this lyric is deep but there's a play on words yeah and i don't hear a lot of play on words when it comes to him for sure i mean usually it's straight to the point mm-hmm. you know uh and that's his style that was his yeah. style and now yes. you know and and it's it's one of those things where i i think part of that for him also is just being very good at marketing and marketing himself as a brand you know um he's out of, he's he's out of jail um, he sees how high the demand is for mm-hmm. for himself, and it's people ridiculous. just want to know what's up, Gucci. What's going on with Gucci? What's Gucci doing? And so he gave the people a little bit more of Gucci on this one, you yeah. know, so they could actually get a glimpse more into his life, you know. Uh, uh, so shit, man, like uh, the fans want it. They fans do. want Gucci. I mean, shit. Gucci. I wouldn't be surprised if Gucci is not on. Thirty features before the year's over, dude. He's already on a bunch. Thirty, forty features. He's man. The Gucci verse is the next hot ticket. Two thousand sixteen. Yep. That you got a Gucci verse. You stamped. Yep. Um. Yeah, that that's it's pretty fucking crazy though. I mean, he's you know, and to give Gucci credit, like as a as a business person and even as an A and R and being able to recognize talent. You know, he found a lot of these cats that are coming out of the South right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of them are under his umbrella. Um, Talk about it. I mean, who was it? Young Thug. Talk about it. Travis Scott. Talk about it. Uh, who else? Well, like that whole camp. Like this. Yeah. I, um, I mean, Waka. Yeah, Waka. Mm-hmm. Gucci. Uh, <laughs> Gucci and Jeezy did not like each other, but nope. somehow I liked Jeezy more back in the day. A it was easier more. to listen to him. A he had a better. Like, he was lyrical, mm-hmm. and that's why we liked him. That was the other shit wasn't our cup of tea. And then you know, Jeezy's not around anymore, but we got Gucci. Mm-hmm. So, so Gucci. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I was again. I'm not like I don't listen to Gucci on a regular basis, but he is a freaking hood king, oh, hood yeah, god. Is. Yep, he owns the streets. He's he's probably one of the realest street niggas out there in the I rap mean, game. Like dude, he he had a chick come to his house. Mm-hmm. It was a setup. <laughs> They're in the bedroom. You have you heard the story? Go ahead, tell me. He's in the bedroom with the chick. Two niggas run up in his house, armed. They're trying to trying to jack his shit, and it's a, allegedly this happened with. Uh, these are young. Uh, Jeezy set him up apparently. Mm. This nigga Gucci reaches under his bed for his piece, ends up killing one of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Self-defense. Gets off. How fucking real is that? Some real shit. So he doesn't need lyrics on his on his tracks because everything he says, like... It's authentic. It's authentic and it's real. And so the streets will love him. Yeah. Uh, and, you know... Uh, uh, that's always been a big thing in hip hop too. It's not just, you know, it's not just been the lyrics, you know, the lyrics was always a big part of it, but it's also been the authenticity of what you're saying. Right. You know, so if you're being introspective and you're thinking about something that's really deep, then, you know, have something clever to say. But if you don't have nothing clever to say, then just say some real shit and people will listen. Exactly. Say something blunt. Say, say, say it how it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe in that. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, there were some there were some catchy songs on on this record too. You know, there were definitely some songs that I thought could definitely be some like, you know, radio hits. I don't remember. Oh, you don't like Pussy Print? Oh yeah, that Pussy Print, Pussy Print, 
Pussy pant. Yeah, she was dope. Pussy pant. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I can't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it too much. I don't know. All right. I mean. I mean, I listened to it for I listened to it once for this podcast, and that was about it. Um, I actually listened not once. I won't. I say I, I gave it like two active listens, and I wasn't. I mean, it's not like everything on there like I did not like. It's just like I don't vibe to out to stuff like that for the most part. You know, like um, if I'm vibe, I, I just. I don't but know. he can pick beats though. Oh, he can. He can pick some beats though. When that thing dropped though. When it dropped. Though. When it dropped though. Damn. Trash. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, speaking of which, cause that just reminded me of, um, wanting to clear things up. Uh Oh, I think on the last episode, yes, I said that back to back was not a top 20. Oh, you did say that. So guess what? What? I'm going to retract that statement and I will let, let you know that it is a top 20 song. Is it top 20 diss song? Yes. I will admit that. Okay. However, I feel so much better now. I don't know if it's a top 10. I mean, it might be up there. It's definitely not a top five. I wouldn't say it's top five. It's definitely not top five. It might be in the top ten. It can squeak into the top ten. But it's and it's definitely in the top twenty. Yeah. So I wanted to go ahead and do that. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. Now, uh, did you have anything else on uh, Gucci? Because I'm I'm moving right along. I mean, you know, I also listened to that DJ Khaled. Hello. Another old head. Woohoo! Yeah, a lot With of people the- need to make sure they understand that DJ Khaled he's got the keys. And he is also a hip hop freaking head. Yeah, this motherfucker he is. used to run around with Pun, used to run around with Joe. Uh he's, you know, freaking everywhere. All the time. Had was was recording shit in his like garage. I think he helped record leading back in his garage yeah. with uh Fat Joe. So like so look, like DJ Cal is one of those stories that I always fear that's gonna happen to me one day. When <laughs> I when I become old and I get a new piece of technology and I don't really use it the way it's intended, but people fucking love it. I feel like that was like him in Snapchat, and that's how he got like big. He was just like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a camera. What's up, y'all? I'm going to say some dumb shit. And people were like, oh, that's crazy. It's like, damn, okay, you've been around for how long? But fuck it, man. Uh, he's a very interesting but he character. But does, he does well with it. Yeah. I mean, he, does, he definitely does well with it. He's entertaining, and that's the whole point of that medium is to be entertaining. And... He entertains the masses. He definitely does. And then he puts together, you know, albums, which I I kind of wish there was a different name that you could call like a DJ Khaled album than an album. Yeah, because he, it's not like he's doing. <sighs> he's just saying major key on like every song. Well, he's but he's the curator. Yes. So like, of course, he should get some some type of credit for it. Mm-hmm. like a lot of i think i heard somebody say that he's like a mover and shaker that puts out an album versus like where but he's also a dj like a lot of people have to remember that dj Khaled is an actual dj oh, um he digs through crates yeah he dug through crates. he like he's a, he's a he could dj on vinyl huh. like i don't know if you know but like the, he still djs um but like i, I don't know He's, but I think a lot of people re- refer to him as like a celebrity DJ, like he doesn't actually do it. 
Like he just learned Serato and then he did it, you know. But he used to. Yeah, he he was a a for real like big time DJ. A lot of people don't give him credit because he just got his success like recently. And then another thing is that like all of his other albums, like for the most part, have the same type of sound. Yeah. It's the same formula, burn and churn anthems, you know. Yeah, and nonetheless, they're he's hits. Good at it. He's good at it. But they all sound the fucking same. Like let's throw like ten motherfuckers on this track and let's say you know we the best boom done stamp approved out ship it out you know and and it it fucking works i mean shit some of my favorite drake songs are Khaled songs mhm fucking some of my best rick ross my favorite rick ross songs are Khaled songs yeah you know uh but you know moving forward looking to today and not looking back too far we don't want to sound too old <laughs> Fuck it, man. I'm old. Sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes it's like you, you don't want to sound old because that means that you won't get the attention of the masses in the hip hop. Like, man, fuck that shit. That's a whole that's a whole nother tangent. But anyway, back to this motherfucking album. Yeah. The shit starts off strong. We got one, two, three, four, the keys, five, keys, keys. six songs that start out. He starts out strong with six songs, then he loses me after that. Yeah, well, I mean, what's the first one? The one with uh, Jay Z Future, dope. Yeah, I have the key, the key, the key. What's I the next the one? The one with uh, Drake. Would you fuck me for free? Now, now, okay. <laughs> uh, you made a very good point. So, so in that song, they they sample what is like what was like the the like hyphy anthem of Oakland. Hmm. If if you listen very closely at the end of the song, mm-hmm. you totally hear the drum and bass line to blow the whistle. Right there. Yeah. You hear it? Yeah, like you already know what you it is. Hear it. You can hear it in the beginning. You can hear it in the beginning of the song. So so on this song, they sample uh two, two shorts, shorts, blow the whistle. No problem with that. Yo, I, I love sampling. You know, it it's it it goes to the heart of hip hop. Yeah. The soul, the core. But my issue with it is that Drake then decides to run with it and sample the verse. I go on and on. Now, I take personal offense because he's quoting something from Too Short from Oakland. An old head from the town. Okay. Yeah, the old head from the town. The old head from the town. Okay, this dude, Too Short, was making music on cassette tapes, selling them out the trunk of his car since before I was born. This is probably before my parents fucking met. True independent. Like, legit independent. Like, people think that they're independent artists now. Like, nah, nigga, no. that was an independent he recorded, artist. recorded, mixed, mastered, and put that shit out himself. Yep, the Bay Area birthed the independent Independent music. Route. Making so. music out the trunk. Trust me. Growing up, everybody had a goddamn label. Everybody, had a, everyone <laughs> everybody had a mixtape. Everyone had everybody an album. was selling some shit, and a lot of these dudes were actually making okay money doing it. Yep. And then Master P came out to the Bay Area, moved to Richmond. He, you know, started fucking with people. Got his independent game from them, and then went back out to the Nola. You know, like there's a lot of history with it with yes. all that. But yeah, go on. So you know, that's just to give you a background of. Of how deep to me, the like they raised y'all niggas, raised it right. We like, raised y'all motherfuckers. Y'all, all y'all motherfuckers are sons, motherfucker. You think you independent now? I'll show you independent, motherfucker. 
Damn. I know, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Look at Tina's face. <laughs> but uh, uh, so why it hurt me so 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 much that he he copied the lyrics is because it's actually twofold. One, you know, uh, it's too short, and and I I just you know it's it's just like I fucking love too short, man, and and that was one of his more recent songs, but it was huge, and it was huge to the culture of the hyphy movement at the time. So, you know, how dare you do that without throwing out a line that says, like, shout out to Too Short or something. That's probably me being a little petty, but that's fine. My second issue with it is Drake. It's always Drake. No, 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 no. So, if you're known for, uh, you know, stealing cars, if that's like you're a notorious car thief, okay? Grand Theft Auto. If you're a notorious car thief, you don't walk through a parking lot in broad daylight and steal a fucking car with people unless you're Drake <laughs> with people around watching you unless you're fucking Drake like and so if if Drake had not this whole like writer, writer allegation thing had never come up right. you know if no one ever knew that Drake had ghost writers and he was possibly not writing his shit or that he had a team of people working for him that helped him put his thoughts together then I'd have no problem with this the thing is we all know about this now. There's all these rumors and, you know, it's not even rumors. Like, we, we've got the fucking... Uh, reference tracks. We have the reference tracks to prove it. So, the fact that we know that, why are you still doing it? Like, Well, is it not a blatant, like... So, do we just assume that he's paying homage because of the beat and the lyrics being that way? I'm just, I'm just I'm just hating at this point. A little oh, bit. okay. Yeah, because that's what There's I was saying. A little bit of hate. Say. It is. Yeah. No, I, I'm 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 okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. You're funny. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, because I, I I mean, it's blatant enough that. Well, like let's let's be honest. Drake steals fucking waves. He does. He so, stole. He's 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 riding now. He's riding the dance hall, whatever wave. He stole. He he tried to come to the bay with that wave. When they did motto, and we were like, "Nah, son, right? That, that's it. That's that's all you get." But he you got know? cosigns from everybody, and that shit pissed that's, me off. It pissed me off too, especially having Tiger in that motherfucker. <sighs> Ugh, well, sorry, it was just so many contradictions. Tiger's a, a label mate, so that one I understood. But no, but I understand. But there's just there's no authenticity anywhere about that song, and the only reason why it was okay is because it's it was straight. No, it's, no. I'm not even going there. The only reason why it was okay is because the OGs signed off on it. Right, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So But they only signed off because Drake is fucking huge. I would I hope not, because real niggas don't do shit like that. But I mean Industry niggas. Yeah, you, you have to understand. But that's a, but then you're calling E forty an industry nigga. He is. I don't think he's a I think I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Um He's been in the industry a long time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's got to be an industry nigga. To be relevant and to stay relevant for a certain amount of time, you got to have a, at least a little bit of it in you. You know? Um, and, and, and that's not even throwing shade. That's just like being honest. Like, if you're in the game, you got to play it a little bit to stay in it. Got to play the game. But anyway, back to, you know, this this song. Yeah, so I, I, I'm i just kind of low-key hating. It's fine. That's uh, cool. But, you know, it's just... Just hurts my soul, man. It's like too Would too short, fuck man. Me for free? And, yeah. and 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 so okay. Last point here, guys. Sorry, and then we'll end this fucking Drake thing for now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the fact that the song is so old. I feel like ninety percent of people who hear that song don't even 
pick up on it. They have no fucking clue what it is. So it's not like you're referencing this like song that was so big that everybody fucking knew about it. You're referencing something that was big in a in in a smaller market. Uh, I don't think so because that 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 song was big everywhere. The thing is though, I that song was was huge everywhere. Um, the thing that I th- I think it is though is that the nobody does research now. Nobody cares where it comes from. And we're, that's where we, again, we circle back to being old heads. Because we recognize exactly what's happening with that. Like, if, if you ask some of these people if they know where that Say It song by Tory Lanez came from, they don't even know who Brownstone is. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you ask, even he's got that other song, Love. I forget um, what sample that is. But that's what he's known for doing, is flipping other people's songs. Tory Lanez does that. And I bet you... 90% of his fucking fans don't know what about that what that what that's about. If they do, I I'm so glad to be wrong. But that's the thing is that nobody cares about right. nobody it, it, this dude there's a theme on this podcast so far. Nobody cares about lyrics. Nope. Nobody cares about what what where the sample came from. They only care about what it sounds like. Right. And if we only care about what it sounds like and we continue to sample without understanding where it came from, we're never going to get any originality. We're never going to get any creativity within the culture and rant. All right. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, that's just all I'm thinking. But anyway, other than that, going back to DJ Khaled's album. Yeah, I feel like the next song is what? The, the Nas song, I think, is next? Yes, it is. Oh, man. He's, he has a sample on there. Yes. Now that sample. We all, see, we already know. That is, man, that song is dope. It's a dope-ass sample. He doesn't take any lyrics from her. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a Lauren Hill sample, by the way, guys. He's hating. Um, not on Lauren. No, I fucking love Lauren Hill. No, but it's a Nas, because uh, we all know that Nas and Lauren fuck with each other. Like, Whoa, since not when? Not fucking, but like oh, fuck okay. with each other okay. like from their songs. Rumor like, report. He's <laughs> 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 dumb. Um, so we all know that they 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 mess with each other or whatever. So they do what? I'm tired of you right now, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to talk, and you know what the fuck I'm saying. Now let me say it. <laughs> Want to hit? Hit go. Uh, <laughs> so um, so nah, like so, this song was super cool, like super dope because of the marriage between that sample and and uh Nas and the fact that they have that history even though it's sampling Fula La, La, uh, Fujila um it's such a great like yeah. it flows so well and Nas is on there talking his shit yeah Nas bodied it bodied that motherfucker. N- Nas like like he 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 gave he yes. gave a major key he did <laughs> he gave a major verse on that motherfucker and and he took like Khaled's cheesy corny fucking lines mm-hmm. it made him so fuck sound so fucking dope yep yep he made him sound so fucking it was dope. so dope how and like he was he sounded so focused and, and what was interesting to me was his focus and his like attack of that song and the title of it being uh what, what is it on my album shit or something like that Nas album done Nas album done and you know the idea that he you know in the last verse where he says uh you know i was on my album shit i so i stopped yeah. and took a pause to do this you could yeah. tell he was focused. Like, he was, like, back in his shit. Because he was totally in his lane. He, I mean, his voice was crisp. His delivery was, like, mm-hmm. was very punchy and very uh, direct on the beat. Um, he rode that motherfucker. He rode, he rode it like a goddamn rodeo. 
It's dope. Yeah. I like it. Was, I like it was line. super dope. Yeah. Like, yeah, Khaled, the last line is Khaled called me when I was in album mode, so I put it on hold for the major key. My album done, niggas wait and see. So It makes me want to wait. Yeah. For the next album. Like, that's the perfect way for you to end it. And, like, even if you look into, um, like, the lyrics like now everywhere all i see is pablo esco last time i checked i was still breathing my neck was still freezing now everybody got an escobar season you know what i'm saying like to every baby on the album cover existing this trend that i was setting it came into fruition i'm assisting the to push the culture forward like you know what i'm saying like that's oh, that's that some, sounds like a i mean i'm thinking of some some babies pictures that i saw kodak black had a baby on his uh, album drake cover. nothing was the same oh, remember he did that he shit sure did boom Bars. Shots. Everybody's putting shots at Drake. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. Nah, we it just we matter. just digging, but no, that's not a dig. That's actually a good find. You know, dig through the crate, nigga. Move. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I also like how I, I I just love my signature fade with the bevel blade. That's a major key. Like the way he says that shit. Like he's like nobody. His- you know what? I will say this. Nobody says some shit like a New York rapper. Like nobody has that swag, like that look, like nigga, I own this shit. Like you know, like like West Coast niggas, like we 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 laid back, but we'll bang when it's time to bang. Snoop is a swaggy motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? He he's, I guess I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Snoop is like that that exception of West Coast guys that is just like so fucking Snoop and like has his own like way of saying and doing shit. That he kind of has that, but I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, E40's got a real. Well, that's what I'm thing. saying. Like they're they're so laid back. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. But the swag from so like us, like we don't have to like when it comes to West Coast, we don't have to sit there and be too fly or anything like that. Like New York is all about like I'm fly, I'm hip. Like I I got I'm 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 paid. I got the money. I got the jewels. I got everything. Like we got all that, but we also like we chill. Like oh nigga, let's go crack open some forties or yeah. something like that. Let's go like bang on the block or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck. Like that they got that whole like crazy little like swag like like it's just crazy like, like i wear the crown crown man, you know man look 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 at him over there with his wrinkled all with his wrinkled silks man get you get yeah, you exactly. get your dry cleaning bills exactly. up man what the, what the fuck is your dry you know what i'm saying like shit like that you know what i'm saying like get that's exactly cleaning, and that's what i i love about the east coast and i think that's what i love about east coast rap is that like they always put that shit on like like they were always super fly with it yeah. like super fly with it where we were always like man like we we fly we coasting and we'll bang up your block with it where these motherfuckers say yeah motherfucker i'll put a bullet to your head spray up your old block da 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 like the way they get at it and then also say like while well, i always also say what's up to your mother on the same day or something like that you know what i'm saying yeah. like some bullshit like they always got that swag about him so when he goes um you know my signature fade with the bevel blade that's a major key especially shouting out bevel because everybody's on bevel if you listen to a podcast everyone's podcast that's um that has a um everyone that has a um hip-hop podcast is um sponsored by uh bevel Hmm. unfortunately we are not um until we get that call i will not tell you what it is <laughs> but oh anyway, it's about him. i mean whatever anyway you can get it from yeah. context clues if you actually have an ed- education but um <laughs> just say bars um 
but yeah like that shit was just so dope anyway moving on uh we have also the next one is i believe holy key is, is, is it the kendrick and uh uh big sean song hell yeah it is so 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 this song reminds me a lot of um your mama's grits my mom used grits from the box and they were okay uh <laughs> uh no uh this song's a little bit better than okay um it reminds me of the song that came out a couple years back with Kendrick and Big Sean that just shook the fucking whole planet. Control. control yes. Control. 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 Um, the beat even sounds kind of similar. Uh, the flows are similar. And it seems like they're just kind of going to see who can be the fucking best rapper. That's the shit that I like. Yep. When you got two Give MCs it to me. who are just trying to out-lyric the next Mm-hmm. and I don't know how many times they went back and wrote and rewrote or if they were in the studio together I don't know that shit sorry guys I don't have that answer for you but what I do know the final product was fucking dope super dope like and unfortunately for the second time in a row Big Sean got bodied but it wasn't really about that you know what I'm saying you know <sighs> Big Sean he picked his bars up on this one like he I'm, this this one like Big Sean is like he doesn't he doesn't fail to me like he gets better every time I hear him. He may not be the best person on the track, like if he's if it's on a collaboration or something like that. But yeah. he gets better and better with his with his rhymes. I think he's doing yeah. well. I mean, I, I I've never really disliked Big Sean, right? But I've also never like loved Big loved Sean. him, right? You know, he's always just been like, oh yeah, Big he's Sean. good for the culture. Yeah, to me. and and one thing I've always said about Big Sean is whenever he's on a feature, I feel like he brings his fucking A-plus game. Like, some of his feature verses are just like, The most notable. Yeah. Whoa, you fucking, you made that song. But then I listen to, like, each and every project he's put out and cohesively as one piece, he's like, I feel like he can never really put it all together. Right. Um, I feel you, yeah. But he's a goddamn, he, he, he's a fucking rapper, though. Like, he yeah. He can fucking spit. He can, he, could, he can stand up there with the best of them. Yeah. Like but, for sure, but until and let's he, not forget that Drake got a style from Big Sean. But anyway, um, but until he he can he can put together, you know, consistency on his own projects, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really hard for me to put him in the same class as like the Kendricks and the Coles. Yeah, just because so body of work. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just like this is another tangent that Tressie does because you know Tressie stands for tangent. Anyway, um, it does. <laughs> Look it up. So now, like, would you say we have like the Kendricks, the Coles? Um, who else would you put up there? Like a Lupe, maybe. Even though I know he's like a different class, like timing wise. And then would you put like a second tier underneath there, like a Wale, a Big Sean? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's like the spitters that can go, but they don't have that star power that sticks, or not star power, because uh, they all have star power. No, but like that body of work that sticks. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I guess for me, it's body of work. You have like potential, and then you have actual, actual. You know, so you know, actual, the factual, but still, I choose. Sorry, go ahead. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna switch up. I'm gonna nerd out for a second. We've yes, got the, let's nerd out. It's the nerding out time. Nerding out time. Don't I? So you've got your kinetic rappers. Ooh, kinetic. Rappers in action. They've actually putting in the work. Ooh. And you got the potential rappers. Those who 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 you feel like have the potential to do the work. Right. But they haven't quite done it yet. So like, yeah, Wale was one of my favorite rappers in the mixtape scene when he first started coming out. 
I was so excited for Wale. And then he dropped his first record, and I was like, uh, it's not bad. Then he dropped his second record, and I was like, uh, I really didn't like that that much. Third, his third record, I thought, was like almost a classic. Almost. Ambition? No, one after Ambition. The gift, Gifted. The Gifted. So good to me. I fucking love The Gifted. Um, but that was really his only one. And, you know, Big Sean has yet for me to put together a total project that I can, you know, stand behind and be like, yes, I'm for this guy. Um, Bojo. But it doesn't say, I, I'm, I don't think he sucks. Right. It's just feel like he can't put together a full project. I don't know if it's attention span, you know, he's, he's out there with too many females. I don't know what it is. But there's also things, because I, I know one thing for Wale, I think it also has to do with the influence that is behind the machine, you know? He signed to MMG. Well, MMG now is okay, and they're giving him his creative freedom. Um, attention deficit was something that he had to compromise That's on. Aftermath, right? Um, or Interscope. Interscope. It was yeah. Interscope, I was like, yeah. what? He was no, no, never it was on. Interscope aftermath. I mean, it's all you know. You're right. So like that's that's another thing. Like when it when it comes to like so it's like the driving force behind the project. Um, I also think that didn't something happen to where Big Sean's uh, some of his albums weren't being promoted correctly or something like that. I mean, stuff like that happens to every artist. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But then there's also reasons why some artists shine over the other. Like. Because I, th- I honestly think that Wale could stand up in the ring with a, with a Kendrick. Like, I don't think that he, like, I think he can stand there. I think he can hit, he can um, be up there and be just as lyrical and, and, and go he in. Can, but, but I don't think his delivery, I don't think that the way that he presents it will, right. will translate as well. And that's what I was going to say. Like, his, his, his vision to me, his overall vision and theme is a little confusing because like when he first came out i thought he, he was like a i wasn't sure if he was like a backpack rapper if he was a conscious rapper and then he you know then he came out and he started saying you know then he, he had a lot of like uh you know uh chick songs lady songs you know i'm like oh is he gonna be like one of these like nelly rappers like which <laughs> which is hot uh, shit which is okay like there's nothing wrong with it i just feel like he went through an identity crisis. Him. I was very confused about what he was. Um, and so, you know, again, not taking away any of his talent, not taking mm-hmm. away any of his abilities. I'm just, you know, saying that when it comes to putting together a cohesive project, when it comes to being focused and putting some shit together, uh, he lacks the focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I can't disagree and I can't agree. I'm just going to, like, leave it that, that even the yeah. song that was on Khaled's album did you like the Wale song on this on the, on the Khaled album oh my god Wale is on here yes <laughs> oh that's right it's right I believe he was on the yeah. song with Big Sean wasn't mm-hmm. it which no 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 he's on the one with uh Wiz Khalifa oh yeah see I don't like that song yeah he's on that shit Okay. Nobody likes that song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That's totally wild in it. Okay. So. He's on Forgive Me Father. So That's yeah. the one that he's on. He's on Forgive Me Father, which is the Wiz Khalifa song. Um, and what's interesting to me about that song is you can totally tell it's a Wiz Khalifa song. Because ever since Wiz made that fucking song for that movie, uh, Fast and Furious, he's been trying to like recapture he saw the money fucking, from that motherfucking song yeah, he was, was trying like, to recapture that, that, that like stadium rap song you know that like big 
That's pop. like pop. Right. That, that, to me, stadium, I, like stadium rap, like stadium pop rap. Like, I don't want to say that that surpasses Drake, but to me, it kind of like, that's like a past Drake. Like Drake does like hip hop ish, pop ish songs. Always comes back to Drake. Sorry. Because he's like, let's be honest. He's the biggest Drake shit. is yes. the biggest rapper and the most known rapper in the world right now. Yeah, Point blank sure. period. Yes. That is the top tier of what we have to compare anything to yes. of a current rapper. Yes. So yes, as much as I do not like bringing up his fucking name all the it fucking always time, comes up. it's always going to come back to Drake and you can't discount him for that. And you can't, but I can't blame all you motherfucking Drake stands out there for that. Anyway, um, Wiz, Wiz Khalifa has made a name for himself and, and made a lane for himself. Yeah. Like he's, he's like done some work. Um, I mean, he's, but yeah, the, that song is definitely, yeah, it's like a, a pop, pop song. song. Yeah, it's a pop song. And that's why I didn't remember it. Yeah, like... Because <laughs> I don't listen to pop music. Oh, shit. Like, I... I don't. I, I'm not a huge fan of that Wiz Khalifa song. Actually, I actually really didn't like it. And it, it's funny, because the notes I wrote on that was like, Wiz loves this pop lane. Because that's fucking what he does. Yeah, he loves it. He, he loves, loves that the money. shit. Um, you know the Wiz I like? I like the ATL Freestyle Wiz. Yeah. You Life's miss, good. So I'm living great. Let me all the challenge shorty different than it's like uh hold on, hold on. Like anybody that was a Wiz Khalifa fan from the beginning, yeah, they know what the fuck ATL freestyle is. Oh, um I wasn't. I was. I I, I was a fucking avid like you were, from I yeah, remember. I watched every single day to day. I watched every single um uh video on youtube i watched everything from like when he was smoking blunts and when he turned to papers like oh. i know everything about that motherfucker and then i stopped <laughs> because it started getting kind of weird and too too big and like i don't know it's the same thing that i had with with wale i mean you know what's with our w rappers today that's interesting they're on the same track too um yeah. so circling back to big sean he has another song on here uh called work for it which yep which I actually, um, this for me was something that uh, I was surprised that I liked. And I'll explain to you why I liked it. If any of you have listened to the 2088 record. 2088. Uh, with uh, Big Sean and Janae Aiko. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. It um, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I didn't think I would like a rapper and an R&B singer like doing a project together because it's like I don't know two things that I didn't think would mix for a full project right like do I want to listen to love songs the, yeah, the whole, whole fucking thing right. and then have your feature all the time like you know what I'm saying like it's there's only so many of the, those you can put on an right. album but they fucking made it work like because homie's not rapping on a whole thing he's right. singing but but he's doing his little rap singing thing but it fucking works I gotta stand up like I, hurts. I, I really love that lane that Big Sean kind of created for himself. That like R and B pop rap lane, like right. it's it works so well for him. I, I, I honestly think that that shit works better for him than his just straight rapping. Like he's able to stay focused more, um, when he's just like rapping and singing. Like, right. It, it works. It works so well. Um. And and that's exactly what, what this work for it song was. It's it's him, you know, and it shows his versatility too. The fact that he's got that one song with Kendrick, and then the other song on his twenty eighty eight shit, and he actually does a really good job in both. But I feel like he's more comfortable in the 
in that 2088 lane instead of having to be forced to come up with all these dope-ass bars where I feel like sometimes he might get a little lazy and put a little lazy bar in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but with his 2088 shit, he can kind of slow it down, dial it back, and actually get to the heart and the emotion of the song and deliver a really awesome performance. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I I like Big Sean as an R&B rapper. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I think I can agree with you. <laughs> I, th- I think I get it. I think I do. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Uh, do you? I think I agree. Do you? I think I agree. Do you? Do you? Okay. Okay. I sangria. Anyway, I mean, um, was was there anything else that stuck out to you on this thing? Last thing I think that stuck out to me was the "Don't Ever Play Yourself," Jada Kiss, Fab, Fat Joe, all them motherfuckers. Oh, did you like that song? I did. I just, you know, again on my East Coast rapper shit. See, I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought this song up. Mm-hmm. You know, it it allows me to kind of uh, bring back the main theme of this episode. Don't ever play yourself. No, old fucking heads. Old heads, yes, that's me. It was a bunch that's of fucking, what I am. It's a bunch of fucking old heads on a record trying really hard. Um, <gasps> I wasn't a fan of it. <gasps> I wasn't a fan of it. Jada um, Kiss never disappoints. Sure, Jada was fine. Everybody else I fucking sucked. Fabulous never disappoints. Uh, you know, uh, Fab is okay, but Fab is okay. Fab was okay, but Fab is always Fab. Like, I feel like it's the same fab that I got fucking 15 years ago. No, no pledge. Yeah, whatever, dude. They're all fucking, and even Busta Rhymes. I fucking love, Busta Rhymes. So, in case you guys don't know, I am a West Coast guy. First hip-hop uh, CD I ever bought with my own money that was not a gift to me. That was actually, I actually went out and purchased from the store was Busta Rhymes When Disaster Strikes. Fucking loved it. Busta Rhymes was my favorite rapper for a few years. Huh. I loved him. You should look at me now. I look like Busta did back then. All right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. when I heard him on this shit, it was just like, come on, man. This old man out there with the fucking crutch bars. There's fucking cane bars out. Like, it wasn't bad, but it's just, you know, when, when you... When you grow up listening to someone and you put them in this really like high pedestal and then you hear them do some shit like this, it's just like they'll never live up to that image that you had, that idealistic image they had. I understand that. Uh, But still, man, come on, guys. Like y'all, y'all could have done something a little better. Like, and then Kent Jones is on the end of that, though. Yeah. Hey, Kent Jones actually goes goes in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the track just because I like listening to people just talk that talk, yeah. you know. But, you know, all, all in all, I would probably say that I like about seven of the tracks on this thing. Okay. That's about it. You want to hear my most disappointing song, though? Yeah. Uh, it's it, not the the Megan Trainer and Wiz Khalifa one. No, it's not <laughs> because I didn't have m- many high expectations for that song. Yeah, uh, the song that I was probably most disappointed with was the Travis Scott and uh, Lil Wayne song. I wasn't. So I'm. I don't know why, but I just I can't fuck with Travis Scott. So 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 here's the thing. Travis Scott, in my opinion, is like a really creative uh, artist in in that like tra- trap realm of hip hop. You know, he takes the auto-tune sound. He uses, uses it the same way every time. 
Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, go ahead. He does. Go um ahead. Sorry. But he uses it differently than everybody else. Like everybody else uses it the same way, the same way all the time. He uses it his way, the same way every time. Right. But his way is different than everybody else's way. And you Straight know, up. Yes, yeah, I I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought his album Rodeo was 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 pretty good. Oh, Rodeo wasn't bad at all. Yeah. I'm not hating on Rodeo. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. And so I was excited to have Lil Wayne on our track, who, in my opinion, Lil Wayne was like one of the most creative like Southern rappers when he was in his prime. You know, even when he was doing his auto tune shit, his like no ceiling stuff, like it was it. And I let it lick the rap back. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It was creative and it was it was different and it was like a different sound and I enjoyed it. It it, it made good music. So I was like, oh shit, we got two creative heads going in the studio. We finna get some shit. Right. On paper, that, that song does look like it would be like a, an automatic hit, an automatic bang. Or something crazy. Yeah, like automatically or, like or like you're you're automatically gonna want to do something with that. And listening to it, it it was lackluster. It did not provide It sounded like a Travis Scott leftover song, like a side B Travis Scott song. With some like leaned out fucking Little Wayne verse on it, it was fucking terrible. I mean, let's be honest. Every Wayne verse we're getting nowadays is leaned out, but um, but yeah, like that's that's probably why I wasn't so super like. There was no edge to it. Yeah, there was no edge to it. It was, and there's and it's like two of the most edgy people that are in hip hop, right? So it was kind of interesting, um. But yeah, all in all, it started out strong. This yeah, this was the best um, Khaled. I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind of skipping over your 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 song, but I'm done. You're dude. done with it. Okay, yeah. So like, but yeah, all in all, this this album was the best Khaled album I've listened to. Um, I've only listened to a couple, and um, I'm pretty impressed with this one. Um, I I haven't honestly listened to another Khaled project all the way through. I just mm-hmm. listened to this one because, you know, we were going to talk about yeah. it. But uh, previously, you know, I've listened to the singles from his other records and I enjoyed the singles. And, you know, I'm kind of feeling the same way on this one. Like, I, I enjoy a handful well, of these songs a lot. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few that I'm just like, what the fuck? And the others are just kind of like, eh. Well, that's the thing. is, I think that's what, you, let's be honest, um, that you can think about when it comes to DJ Khaled is that if you listen to his singles, you know what his album sounds like. I mean, he has a couple of gems here and there. Like, there's a song with, um, I can't even remember. I'm not even going to try and do that. But, like, he has a couple of gems here and there. But um, for the most part, that's what his albums sound like. They have a specific sound, um, which is fine. Like, he found his niche. He found his brand. It's just not for most people. Or not most people. Not for me. Not for, um, you, not for you. So, we got a couple more minutes. Let's just talk about some of the, like, quick things that um, happened in hip-hop recently. I know that. Drake is going to hot hot nine hot nine seven when yeah. it comes to uh, Funkmaster Flex. Um, apparently, Ebro was with um, Drake Drake one night, and they were talking about the whole Joe Budden situation. Apparently, and Ebro jokingly brings up the fact that what or not the fact, but brings up a situation in which Eminem would come to Joe Budden's rescue and go at drake now we all know that that is a hypothetical hypothetical and highly improbable situation yes super obscure 
So the first night that Drake is in town for his summer 16 tour, he says that Hot 97 is telling lies. Um, they asked me to do a show. Um, you got to fire flex first. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what it is. Um, Bars. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And it was like a freestyle. It was so dumb. Like it was a stupid fucking freestyle. And like the, the stands went, it was like literally four bra- bars. It was not followed up by anything else unless the audio was just cut off. I'm not sure. Mm, just probably went into a song. Yeah. Like th- that's a stupid fucking freestyle. Probably went hot it was literally line. four bars. But anyway, um, uh, so after that, Funk Flex goes on and tells his quote unquote stories. I hated the fact that he named them stories. Like, I got a story to tell. I got so many stories. Like, nigga, you sound like a gossip. He sounds like a gossiping bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sound like a female. Like, I got a story. Like, nigga, I know the gossip on you. Uh uh, boo. I'm I'm finna tell everybody like nah like that's not that's you know i'm saying that's what it sounds like however we were entertained we listened to it he told a couple stories boom bam boom and then um and then he takes recently some more shots at hot 97 saying like um hot 97 is not doing much for the city he goes this can be your summer jam so now they're taking shots at the thing that Summer Jam like has been going on for a long, long Cause, time. Because Drake brought out a lot of people. Yeah, he brought out a ton of people. But that's the thing is that like they're trying to be like these. I mean, like it's it, those are some baiting bars right there. You know, like Drake is trying to come at him. He's, he's reaching, and he's he's, he's got I mean, them yoga pants. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> it's, a it's a stretch yeah, got it <laughs> you know um so that's the whole thing there there's not really much else to talk about when it comes to that drake is trying to bait people um and rosenberg did say something about it that i think was a shot he was like you know i mean when he comes out with a classic album have him talk to me <laughs> got him right and i was like oh that is a shot because that is so true he's not had one not near one not even one that comes into like the conversation like you can't even take a single drake record and be like you know no bro this one was like this right here no no like nah like it doesn't work that way um take care no nigga no um what about nothing was a no nigga no so so that was kind of something that happened there was a couple new singles that came out uh ty dollar sign no justice i loved it fucking amazing yeah dude big tc is such a great vocalist so if you guys listen to ty dollar signs uh project free tc uh one of my favorite songs on the record features his his brother um miracle Oh man, it's a beautiful song. The audio quality sucks because his brother recorded it from jail. But you can appreciate it, right? But you, it doesn't. If anything, it actually adds a little layer to the song. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, does. And then on this song, you can also tell he's recorded it from jail. But I feel like they got him a little better equipment. Yep. This yep. shit sounds a little bit better, and you're like, "Damn, this boy can sing!" Because you can hear like the little runs yeah. that he does in his voice and yeah. stuff like that. So that 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 was really nice. Yeah. Um, Lupe Fiasco. Fiasco. 
fiaxo is that what i said lupe put out a new song he put out a song called pick up the phone i listened to that one it was pretty good but i haven't sat with it because you know when lupe comes out with a song you gotta sit out with that motherfucker for a while at least like two or three months yeah you gotta dissect that motherfucker so we'll get to that we'll get back to you um who else came out with the song um isaiah rashad came out with something it's called free lunch um that motherfucker is dope yeah dude tde is coming for that ass this year guys and you know we are tde stands but to be honest like you who else is fucking with him not much so yeah definitely check out that isaiah rashad too yeah and it's coming i actually have a um speculation because um tde put something out saying that there's going to be a release in september coming from them and with them pushing this free lunch, I'm hoping that they're going to push an Isaiah Rashad. However, we haven't heard anything from Solo. We haven't heard anything from SZA. And they also anybody. have um, something Skywalker or whatever his Lance name Skywalker. is. Lance Skywalker there. So we're not sure. But you also know that Punch is very um, cryptic when it comes to the releases and things of that nature that they're going to be coming out with. Because we all know what happened when it came to Untitled and Mastered we thought it was going to be something else and it was another Kendrick out um, project. So that was just my speculation as to what might be happening. Um, But I definitely would love to hear some more music from Isaiah Rashad. Um, I bumped that Sylvia demo for hell yeah, a long time. And I just hope to be able to go back to that and move into a new album. Hell yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, I can think of... You can think of what? Don't say Drake. Oh, the Wolves video came out, which was kind of interesting. It made me for the first time, as many times as I listened to that goddamn song, I never knew it was about Kim. And it's probably because <laughs> I never fucking listened to it actively. Oh, it's such a... It's, it's, it's a great song because great I'm listening song. to the it sonically, like, like the pieces. It was amazing. And yeah. then... I've, so I watched the video and I'm like, oh, this is stupid, but I get it. Yeah, it's like a it, it's, it's like a video. It, it's a freaking uh, advertisement. Yeah, Balmain. Um, but I mean, still great sonically. Um, and I think that's about it. We're working. I can tell you guys right now that we are working on a video part portion Ooh. of our podcast. Um, we are trying to. Um, get that up and running it's going to probably take us a little bit of time so bear with us but we're trying to do that um we'd also love for you guys to um subscribe to us on itunes rate us on itunes and review us on itunes let us know what you like let us know what you don't like um just please just give us give us some some shout outs let us know what's up we also have our website we also have our um instagram twitter yes all through the crate um through the crate.com yes I mean, you know where to find us now. We have our SoundCloud. Um, please, you know, listen, share with your friends, um, and hit us up and let us know if you, there's anything you guys want us to cover. If yeah, you have what any do you questions. guys want to hear? Um, we do actually. We've had a couple submissions uh, from people of us uh, them wanting us to review their music, and I do apologize that we haven't gotten back to you guys just yet. It's been kind of crazy, as you can see that we are recording this twelfth episode for the second time. Second time, but we will be getting to you guys as soon as we can. So um, bear with us. Um, we love y'all. Yeah, I'm out, motherfucks. Deuces. <laughs>